But it's uh, so good to see you all this morning. Uh, we've been in, uh, we've kicked off Missions Month last Sunday. And uh, this morning we're into part two of our Missions Month series. And uh, we kicked off last Sunday looking at the life and the mission of Jesus, the, the mission that Jesus was sent to earth to fulfill. And we read uh, in Scripture that, God's, that Jesus was sent by God from heaven to save a lost world. Uh, I don't know about you, but that seems like a pretty big mission for any human uh, to kind of carry. And uh, praise God, he was God in the flesh uh, and had uh, the Spirit with him. But I shared three points about Jesus' earthly uh, mission last week. And the first point was that uh, Jesus' mission was the Father's will. And we read that it wasn't his own will. It was the Father's will. Uh, I also shared that it was for humanity's gain. And praise God, I think we can all say that we got to gain from Jesus' mission and from what he did on earth. And then finally, uh, we heard that it was for the kingdom of God. And uh, often it's mentioned that if the whole purpose for Jesus coming was that we'd be saved, then God probably would have taken us the minute we all got saved. But there is a kingdom to be built. Uh, God has a purpose, and he has a lost sheep that he still wants to see return home. And so that has uh, been our mission. And so those three keys of Jesus' mission uh, were keys that I believed apply to the mission or to the great commission of uh, the church that Jesus calls us to when he instructs us to go, make disciples, baptize them, and teach them. And so this morning, we're going to have a look at another character in uh, the New Testament who was on a mission from God to spread the good news. His name is Apollos, and we find him mentioned in the book of Acts uh, in 1 Corinthians, uh, and he's also mentioned in Titus. So Apollos uh, was an evangelist. He was a leader, and he was a very close a friend of the Apostle Paul. And in this passage, uh, we see Apollos coming into Ephesus and he goes in and he preaches uh, the good news in the, in, the, in the Gospels. He goes and preaches the good news in the synagogues. And, uh, and we hear that he's come through just after Paul has been uh, through Ephesus uh, himself. Uh, we learn that he's an, effective, uh, he's an effective character in his ministry. And as he's kind of traveling through, he ends up in Corinth, uh, where in Corinthians we read he's, he's there watering the seeds that Paul has already planted before him, the very seeds that God, uh, Paul says, will go on to grow. And while he's doing that, he's gathering around himself some followers uh, of his own. And so Apollos was out on a mission to reach people and to see people learn more about God. And so as we walk uh, our journey over this month of discovering that mission is not just for those who have been called abroad, but for uh, all of us Christians who are called to the Great Commission and to mission. Uh, our hope is that we'll learn from people like Apollos and uh, others the principles and practices that will help us grow in that calling. Because, uh, you know, I think something that growing is something we should all hunger for. Growing in God, growing uh, in our understanding of his call and his mission for our lives. And so there are three things from the life mission of Apollos that I want to share uh, this morning out of our main passage, which is in Acts 18, 24 to 28. And you'll see that in your notes. And we're going to unpack that uh, a few verses at a time. But let's pray this morning 
and before we get into uh, the word. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. Father, we thank you that uh, it is truth. Father, we thank you, Lord, that it is there to guide us and lead us and teach us. And so, Lord, we pray today, uh, Father, that each one of us will be taught. Lord, that each one of us will grow uh, over this next 20 to 25 minutes, Father God, that we would hear from you, uh, from your spirit. Lord, that you would speak to us, Father, as we sit and listen. Father, I just pray, Lord, that you'll take uh, what I have to say, Father, and you'll just multiply it this morning into every individual heart. Father, that each person will hear individually what you need them to hear and what you want them to hear. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. So Acts 18, 24 and 25. It says, Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the Scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John. So we have Apollos, who is a Jew. Uh, he's a Jew with a Greek name, and he's from the second largest city in the Roman Empire. And we uh, learn from Apollos too that the city he comes from is famous uh, for their great library. It's famous for their culture and was known and considered as the culture and education center of the world at that time. And so uh, there's no surprise when we kind of read through Acts that the book of Acts portrays Apollos as an educated man. Uh, there's no surprise that he's, he's noted as a great teacher and that he's used by God in a number of cultures. It's kind of where he came from and who he is. And so from his introduction this morning, uh, we take our first point straight away about Apollos. And uh, it is this, that Apollos was devoted to God's word. Apollos was devoted to God's word. I don't know about you, but I think the, the fact that we hear the reference to go back to God's word so often in a year might actually mean something. I think the fact that we hear that as a point so regularly might actually have some significance to how important it is for our Christian lives. Devote yourself to God's word. Matthew 4 verse 4, Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus is telling us that we can feed our bodies, we can feed our, we can water our flesh, we can feed ourselves with all of the pleasures of this world, and that is never gonna be enough to satisfy. And I think if anyone is qualified to tell us that, it is the Son who is the creator in the flesh. It is Jesus. Nothing that this world has to offer us is enough to satisfy because we need God's living and God's breathing word in our lives. Amen? So reading about Apollos and his ministry, verse 24 tells us that he's he's, he has a thorough knowledge of the scriptures. 25 says that he has been instructed in the way of the Lord. Do you know, I believe that we can always do a little bit better in our devotion to God's word, to God's house, to his mission. But I want to encourage you this morning that if you want to sow into your spiritual future, 
Start devoting yourself now. Start today. Don't wait for the perfect moment. Don't wait for the perfect circumstances. Don't wait for someone to change, for something to change, for everything to be, for the stars to be aligned. Don't wait for what we think or for what you think is the perfect opportunity. Just start. Take that next step of faith. Start that devotional. Find the time to start getting into God and into fellowship. Join that life group. Get baptized. Take that next step uh, that God is calling you into. Set up that weekly coffee with another Christian to just sit and talk. You know, as we devote ourselves with discipline to godly practices uh, and to godly principles, I believe we will only grow stronger in our faith. We'll only go stronger in our faith and we'll only grow in our hunger for more of God. Last Sunday, we spoke about Jesus, the living word. Today, we read of Apollos, who was devoted to God's word. And as we keep our lives connected to God's word and to God's spirit, I think we have every right to expect that God will grow us in our passion for and the knowledge of him. You know, in verse 24 and in 25, it says that Apollos was instructed in the way of Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John, meaning that Apollos, the the message that Apollos was preaching was the message of John. The message of John that he was preaching was the baptism of repentance in preparation for the coming of the Messiah. John's message was that he was the voice in the wilderness calling out, prepare the way for the Lord. And so this was the message that Apollos was preaching. And in reading the next verse, we learned that Apollos didn't know uh, really the full magnitude of Jesus' mission on earth. He didn't know the full magnitude of Jesus' death, of Jesus' resurrection, uh, of uh, Jesus' dying on the cross, the the ascension into heaven, the, the Holy Spirit coming. You know, Apollos was of, was of John's teaching about repentance for the Messiah to come. And then we read in verse 26, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue when Priscilla and Aquila heard him. They invited him to their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. Priscilla and Aquila traveled with Paul. So these guys had been following around with Paul, moving around with Paul. Uh, They'd learned from the apostle Paul. They'd learned about Jesus from him. They'd learned about God's spirit uh, from Paul. And when Paul moved on from Ephesus, uh, Priscilla and Aquila decided that they were gonna stay put there and help to establish the church. They decided they were gonna stay in Ephesus and teach others what Paul had taught them. And so our second key this morning that we learned from Apollos and his encounter with Priscilla and Aquila is that Apollos had a teachable spirit. Apollos had a teachable spirit. Proverbs 9 verse 9 says, Instruct the wise and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous and they will learn even more. 
2 Timothy 3 verse 16 further reinforces the benefit of us uh, devoting ourselves to the word of God. It says, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us and we, when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. So Apollos is educated, as passionate, uh, as great a teacher as he was, uh, he was willing to be taught. He was willing to grow in his ministry. And as Priscilla and Aquila took the time to teach him the way of God, so remember, he'd, been, he'd known the way of the Lord and the teaching of John the Baptist, repentance and preparation for the Messiah. As Priscilla and Aquila taught him the way of God, salvation by grace through Jesus Christ. We see that Apollos as a vessel received from them. And in verse 27 begins to share that and apply that in his own life. In Acts, verse, Acts chapter 18, verse 27. When Apollos wanted to go to Archaea, that's how I'm going to pronounce it. I don't know if that's right, but take that as it is. The brothers and sisters encouraged him and wrote to the disciples there to welcome him. When he arrived, he was, he was a great help to those who by grace had believed. Our lives are so fruitful, so fruitful when we allow the Priscilla's and the Aquilas that God sends our way to speak into it. Our lives are so fruitful when we allow the Holy Spirit to speak into it. When we allow the people around us who speak God's truth and love with encouragement and grace to come alongside us and guide us, and lead us. You know, when you can be vulnerable and open to being taught uh, by those who we trust, then God can do a work within you that will grow you into a fruitful leader, a fruitful disciple, a fruitful minister, and a fruitful missionary. Also, God can use you effectively for his kingdom, amen? Be devoted to God's word. Remain teachable in spirit. And then in our final verse this morning, we read that Apollos vigorously refuted his Jewish opponents in public debate, proving from the scriptures that Jesus was the Messiah. So Apollos, now having allowed himself to receive and having allowed himself to grow and to be teachable, he's now armed with the complete message of Christ's resurrection. He is now armed with the complete message of Christ's grace and his mercy. And so he begins a preaching ministry that God uses effectively to bring truth 
So our final point this morning is that Apollos declared the truth about Jesus. He declared the truth about Jesus. The word that Apollos was devoted to, the word that Apollos remained teachable to, Apollos then went and declared and shared throughout Ephesus and throughout Corinth. In 2 Corinthians 5 verse 20, It says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. Now remove the we and say this to yourself. I am therefore Christ's ambassador. I am therefore Christ's ambassador. God, making an appeal of his truth, making an appeal to the lost through you, And a part of our mission is to be ambassadors of Christ to this world, to the community that we're in, to go where God has placed us and to be salt and light. Get this, to walk into whatever room you walk into tomorrow and walk in with peace to walk into whatever room you walk in throughout the week that's ahead and walk in with hope. To walk in with grace. To walk into whatever room we walk in and to walk in with love. My hope is always that we are so saturated with the Holy Spirit that when people see us as we walk into the room, they go, something has changed. Where atmosphere changes, not because of who we are, but because of who God is, because of who the Holy Spirit is. I think so often we believe that we should be favored in the marketplace because we're getting more than the others. I think it's better to be favored in the marketplace because when we walk in, people go, here comes something that's gonna change the mood in this room. How else do you be salt and light if no one can taste it? or if no one can see it in you.
Think about that. Think about the rooms you have to walk into this week. There is so much stress in the marketplace. There is so much pressure in the world. There is so much pressure in our homes. There is a battle going on, and when we walk into a room, we should walk in and bring peace, hope, love. The strength of God on us. for power, for money. We see people who God loves and who God cares about. That we see every opportunity that God opens for us to share Jesus and to then share His love. Every opportunity that God opens up, opens up to us to see lies, God exposes to us things that aren't true, to walk in and bring truth. You know, many of the believers in Corinth uh, were Gentiles, and they were easy targets uh, for the opponents of the gospel of Jesus. They were, opponent, they were easy targets for everyone who didn't want the gospel declared. People who knew the Hebrew scriptures and who tried to use it to bind these people to religion. Without grace. Without love. But Apollos was a man with zeal. He was passionate about teaching Jesus' truth. He had a conviction about the message of the gospel. That Jesus is the way. That Jesus is the truth. That Jesus saves. You know, I love it in Romans I think it's in chapter 12, verse 11, where it tells us to never be lacking with zeal. Never be lacking with fire. Never be lacking with passion, but to keep our spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Serving God. Declaring His truth. devoting ourselves to his word and remaining teachable.